0: Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of the Superhuman Podcast. I am your host Renato Capasso and together we will talk about the latest biohacks and scientific discoveries that would turn you from a human into a superhuman. And it all starts now. my dear biohacker friend and welcome to this new podcast episode with John Falacara or Giovanni because this actually has an italian background and i was so happy to have a biohacker on the show that has an italian background although he lives um, in the us or in canada and he was born and raised in france john is one of my favorite guests he has so much energy and the guy does so many things like founder, cyber Games, several neuroscience calisthenics he runs by Magazine, which is a magazine that, by the way, I really recommend, even because I wrote a piece of article for them. But coming back to the interview, this is an interview that you really won't listen until the end, and I'll try to summarize everything in this intro. Uh, but basically, we talk a lot about neuroscience and neuroplasticity, and although we touched those topics with Kyla in one of our previous interviews, we take a different angle here, and we use neuroscience and how to act neuroplasticity and neuroscience to have unlimited motivation and also to hack your happiness through neuroscience and neuroplasticity. And I know it sounds a little bit woo-woo, but once you listen to the episode in the end it will all make sense. We also tap into its daily routine and that was something that really inspired me in a lot of ways. And I invite you to go and check it out on Instagram, uh, John Falakara. if you don't follow him yet. The guy is 50, he's over 50 and he looks like he's 30, so he must be doing something very right his energy is amazing, Its knowledge, it's it's amazing. And also we touched something that I really am excited about. We talked about gadgets and that's why I found this type gains games, right? let always try this different biohacking gadgets. We talked about a lot of gadgets and out of those, we talked about one gadget in particular that can increase your neuroplasticity and so your capacity of learning a new skill, including mortal skill, like um, including a skill... a sport on how to get better in a sport or or in certain movements or how to play piano and so on and it's amazing and also several other gadgets and honestly it's mind-blowing i know i'm talking a lot so just enjoy this episode also want to take this opportunity to Uh, share with you something that we are creating is not even better it's just a Facebook group that I invite you to go it's called Biohacking Buy and Sell Worldwide and the idea is uh, to have a Facebook group where Biohacker can buy and sell those amazing gadgets worldwide so go and check that out but for now sit down and relax and enjoy this amazing interview with John Falacara first of all Thank you very much for taking the time uh, to make this, you know, we had the little intro chat and I could have, I've got the feeling I could have been chatting with you forever.
1: you. Um, <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I want to start this podcast saying, if I'm allowed, your real name, because I'm proud to have of course. a biohacker, an Italian background biohacker on the show. Uh, of course. Dean Falacara, but Giovanni Falacara. Is a...
1: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you say Gianni, my mother is going to be even more happy. <laughs> okay, so,
0: so Signora si, Falacara or your son is Gianni for me. It's not Jean. Uh, <laughs> welcome, it. welcome to the show, uh, Jean. It's, it's an absolute pleasure to, to, to have you on. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I got in touch with you. So I found out about you thanks to a post from Melanie Avalon a while ago. Uh, she was uh-huh. on one of your magazines. We're going to talk about it um, uh, in a second. And she posted a magazine and then I did some research about you. I said, wow, this is great. Uh, you know, I got in touch first with Bialking Magazine and then I found out about you who were the founder and then I followed you up a little bit. I said, wow, this is great. Like this <laughs> I need to have this guy on the show and that's why I've contacted you. So I've done a fair bit of research about you. And we're going to talk extensively about, about you and what you do and how people can take advantage from the things that you have discovered. However, for people who don't know you, would you like to share uh, with them a little bit about you and what you do?
1: Of course. Thank you, Renato, for having me on this show. It's an honor for me to be here. Uh, so very happy to uh, be part of that. And uh, thanks to Melanie. Uh, I- she's she's fantastic she's she's a great friend um who I am so most people will answer your question by say what they do instead of Mm. who they are really so I'm going to do it the way that most people will do it I'm going to say first what I'm doing and then I'm going to tell you who I really am Mm -hmm. um what I do I am a scientist, I work in now, I just sold my company and I work for a big company in the United States based in Boston, uh, uh, the name is Intest and I do, uh, I'm a managing director there, acting for that in biomedical and life science. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other side, I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life, I've uh, created uh, about 11 businesses, sold, bought, merged, lost, Some time. Mm -hmm. uh, One. Um, So I've been an entrepreneur my whole life uh, with the background of science. I've studied uh, first biochemistry, Mm -hmm. then genetics. Then uh, I went to biotechnology. And after that, I got bored in my life and I went back to school to study uh, neuroscience in general. And in between both, actually, I studied a bit of law and um, finance. Law, it's because I was in trouble with law, uh, with uh, lawsuits uh, for businesses. So I wanted to understand what was going going on. And finance, it's because in business, you need to have finance. Uh, And neuroscience, it's because it's my passion. Um, In late uh, my career, I wrote a book called Neuroscience Calisthenic. We're going to talk about it. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, this is about my uh, um, general life, I would say. And recently, I acquired the magazine Bioactive Update that you were referring to. Uh, and I love working with these guys. Uh, they're, they're passionate, and I am as well. Um, and, and there is a, a mission behind it that we will uh, talk about. Now, who I am in reality, I'm a guy that loves to learn i suffer. ADHD was called ADD when I was younger, but I've been diagnosed late. I'm a passionate about everything I do. I love science. I love extreme sports as we were talking before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I have a daughter. She's 17. I have a wife uh, and um, I'm somebody that uh, passion in everything it does that's who I am Uh, now sometimes I can be a procrastinator as well because everyone is Uh, and I love doing sport and pushing body to the extreme I hope that uh, circle everything
0: (laughs) yeah that's that's uh, look that's a great answer and I start um, I I love uh, that you started saying uh, who you are rather than what you do uh that, that's actually very funny and i know that's not very biotic relating but i think it's worth mentioning um uh, even on interpersonal relationships um here this is something that i always say to my to my friends and, and colleagues w- when i meet someone new i don't say you know the first thing that people tend to say is oh what do you do and, yeah. and i think who cares? yeah yeah, okay, who cares, right i think we should change that i think people should not be the obviously people are defined to from what they do, uh, but that should not be the only thing. So I do love that you started, uh, by saying that who, who you are, uh, rather than just what you do, even though yeah. what you do is amazing. Uh, uh, but yeah. So that a great answer. It's funny. Um, like I love, I have to say, I'm very excited to have you on the show, even because, uh, you know, I love interviewing people like you. I had the same feeling when I did interview Melanie, I love interviewing people with,
1: with- Oh, she's my uh, mirror. Yeah,
0: yeah, like he's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it's it, you know when when I did interview with her, we uh, I think we talked for you know we we locked in one hour, we went for almost two hours, and and we could have gone for for hours. Like she's just very passionate, and it's great because yeah, uh, I um especially on the podcast, I love having people with passion that love what what they do. And yeah, oh my gosh, you're like, you've done so many things, more than I, than I even... Uh, <laughs> but I mean, uh, I'm older than you. <laughs> that's yeah, why. <laughs> I, that, that's, that's another thing. So I have to start with that. Uh, and uh, I don't want to sound like materialistic, but guys, uh, because this is an audio podcast, uh, we, we're doing video because I think it's more... When I record podcasts, I do videos because it's it gives more, uh, better flow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah I agree. Uh, but the, the podcast is actually just audio for now. Guys, just go and check him on Facebook like, and see his pictures. He's 50. Do you say
1: 53? Shh, don't say it. Oh, Okay.
0: I am the rudest. I am the, <laughs> the most rude podcast guest. I always ask That's the perfect. age <laughs> of all my guests, including women. Yeah. I've asked Melanie's age. Yeah. I- but just because you know, when I see that someone just looks like is uh, doing something right, and he looks like twenty years younger, uh, you know, I think he's, he has to be shared because that gives people yeah. um, that that gives people uh, confidence and encouragement. And you know, it's not about the look, but I think. Yeah, you must be doing
1: something right, right? Yeah, Uh exactly. That's the thing. And, you know, one of the answers I recently, well, I always give to people asking my age because on on Instagram, there's many people, hey, how old are you? And I I always go like, if you're good in that, you can do this calculation. Take my mental age, Mm -hmm. add my biological age, then take my telomere age and add my paper age and divide by the number I just gave you, the parameter. And you're going to get my exact age. And if you make that calculation, actually it works because my mental age is very low. (laughs) It counterbalanced everything.
0: (laughs) man and that's that's the most important thing and and that's that's exactly when i when i say go and 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 look on instagram and look in the video i mean also you know you talking and you doing things because it's so refreshing to see like you haven't had like i talked with you and i talked with you before obviously we don't know each other well but you know one of those things that you can tell like you got the same energy of like a, a i don't know a late teenager just got out of high yeah. school and they start in life yeah you know? and yeah. that's and that's amazing. And that's, that, that's what I meant. And that's very inspiring. It is for me, um, at least. Great to know I that think, you, done- you know,
1: it, Yeah, sorry. But I think that it's important to stay. You know, when you lose being a teenager, you lose the ability to play. So this is where it's ending for everything. You lose your creativity. You need to stay a kid and be able to play and to dream. Otherwise, what is life for?
0: How do you think, okay, I just don't know, um, that's not plan, but uh, how do we think we do that to stay in, uh, you know, because for, in, for some people comes back. In that back.
1: mental state? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's very simple. The first thing is when people ask you who you are, reply by who you are and not your business card. You're not your freaking business card. You're not your phone. You're not your car. You're not your wallet. You're not your house. You're not what is around. You are you. This is the first thing. If you are you, you are capable of dreaming. If you're capable of dreaming, you stay young and you stay a kid. As simple as that. And then you are creative. And if you're creative, you can see the world in a different shape and not be under the governance of rigid structure that brings nothing. You have to be wild. You have to be punk in your head and your own behavior. You think some things, you say it. You feel some things, you have to say it. The politically correct makes people sick and makes people old.
0: Did you say the politically correct makes people Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah it's funny you you mentioned that because uh, totally, uh, sometimes i use that exact word with people it's like guys let's stop being too much politically correct yeah uh, and just uh, ourselves which doesn't mean we are just right all the time we can be wrong
1: and being ourselves but you have the right to if you express yourself you're right in the way to express it so when you when i use politically correct it's because i want it to be polite but most of the time you know what i'm saying i say cut the crap <laughs> get <to> the point <laughs> that's it <laughs>
0: that's uh yeah that's absolutely true yeah. and uh it's good okay that's uh, a, a little bit of insight for me as well i've asked because you know sometimes um i think on that we're very similar i feel very Um. uh, I love to learn. I love to do different things at the same time. And some people ask me, "Oh, how do you do the um, like? I have an SEO agency, right? An SEO agency. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Um. uh, I've done a couple. I've organized a TEDx. I've done a couple of things. Not as much as you, but I'm a bit younger. (laughs) Uh, But 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 I've done a few things, right? At the same time. And sometimes people say, "Oh, how do you do all those things together? And, and so on. And for me, like doing multiple things powers the uh, the other because they keep like the enthusiasm exactly.
1: real rolling. Uh, exactly. And yeah. one pulls the others, you know, you can do different things. Like you can do a TEDx, which is very serious stuff. Mm-hmm. You can do marketing uh, SEO, uh, which is more into the creative mind and you do podcast on the side. But when you look at everything, it has to have this line of creativity all around to make it achievable. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And some people they cannot do it because they're just focused on one thing. And outside of that, they're out of their comfort zone and they are scared to death. And they just don't do so. It's you have that punk attitude. Keep it up, keep it up. You have to keep that attitude. It's the that's, best.
0: That's great. And I think another important message that you shared is that you know that you said you had some problems with, with your company so you said you know what i want to understand what's going on i'm gonna study low
1: uh study low. <laughs> you know. the best you know you're always best served when you know what is going on if people tell you things of course it, it may be true but maybe they have their biggest opinion uh, it's not an arrogance uh, it's not arrogance to say that but uh, if you understand everything if you learn everything and if you're good at you cannot be good at everything. But if you know enough on everything, you're unbeatable point.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And, uh, and you know, now we are so lucky. We got so many resources. You know, it's ah, not like before yeah. that, that the knowledge yeah. is just hidden in, you know, in four walls of a uni, of, of an institution. Now we've got, you know, anyone can learn anything. And I think there was something like you need, 50 hours to be, uh, not an expert, but, you know, to be... 100 of...
1: hours, the, the 100 hours principle.
0: The 100 hours yeah. Become an,
1: an expert based on the learning because he, that theory was actually derivated from some neuroscience studies. They yeah. were saying that when you want to learn music after the 100 hours of practice, you're going to be an expert, but it's all changed. You don't need that anymore. You can be an expert in 20 hours. Ah, okay. All right. So how do you do that? Well, you have to train your brain in the proper way and make uh, the most uh, of your uh, neuroplasticity efficiency, like using your brain in the optimal stage Mm. and using your brain in the proper way that you're going to retain information, use it as it is and put it in the drawers that are connecting one to each other because you know there's many people they they throw saying and saying and saying just because they read a book Mm. this is not knowledge for me this is reproduction of what you've read somewhere is that your opinion no it's not your opinion you're telling the opinion of the writer of the book creativity is different is having you read that book you don't get all this information, but you read something else, you've seen something else, and you connect the dots. Mm -hmm. And connecting the dots allow you to express your own opinion based on some knowledge that you acquired. But that is your real opinion and real thinking, real thought. So many people are just thinking behind others. They are not they're not them they're they don't they don't express their thought they're express other stuff it's time to change that
0: it's true and you know i think feel free to disagree with the author you know sometimes authors yeah. most of the times they write great content but feel free to disagree with yeah.
1: sometimes. and, yeah, yeah. and yeah. make your mind make your opinion it's important you are a person you have not devoluted so far, we're this species, we're still animal, but we're the most advanced species. We didn't go that far to become robots and reproduce what other things. We have to be free, yeah. spirit and mind.
0: That's a very good message. For people who are listening, uh, I guess, you know, some people know the terms, but for, you know, people ask me, or oh, sometimes, you know, there are certain terms, explain what it is. Most people do, but for people who don't know what neuroplasticity is, you oh, to explain what it is and course, then maybe yeah. we can go on how to hack neuroplasticity
1: of course that's that's very good you know for a long time people have always brought science actually brought to uh, the public that uh, we were born with we certain numbers of neurons and we were dying with this, the, with less neurons and our neurons were made in a way that you, they were connected and nothing was happening like other than I'm looking there, I'm triggering these neurons, and this is it. When you get old, neuron dies, and that's why you become some sort of uh, potato or <laughs> or vegetable. That was the old theory. Neuroscience came uh, in the portrait and explain that actually our brain is plastic, is hyperplastic, is super plastic. And every day, every single minute with the, the tons of information we accumulate and we get into our receptors, whatever they are, skin, eyes, uh, smell, our brain changes and makes different connection Eliminate some connection, create new connection, create new neuron. And the more you create connection, the more your pathways in your brain with the neuron kind of big highway created there is efficient. So our brain being plastic, it's been called neuroplasticity. This is what. And neuroplasticity, when you think about it, if you're making new connection, you're creating new memory new skills new development so if you are able to master that neuroplasticity in a way you are able to learn better faster and more efficiently so this is the old concept of the neuroplasticity and let me just put that on the side creating neurons so we're not dying with the same number of neurons who were born or less than that. Every day we create new neurons because when you're learning something is new because of the neuroplasticity, mm-hmm. neurons are firing together. Uh, you create new neurons. This is called neurogenesis. And it, most of the time it happens during the night and your brain is creating new neurons. So your brain is changing all the time. It's adapting to the future. is adapting to the current situation. It's adapting to what you've learned and to what you receive. And we have to exploit that. It's the best, it's the most fascinating things on on Earth. A computer cannot do that.
0: I love the concept of neuroplasticity. And I tell you why. You know, when we are kids and when we're young, you can pretty much adapt in any environment and not having that a big issue. I'll give you a practical example for people to understand. So let's say we all have our, or most of us, have our perfect routines in the morning we wake up we do you know case, red light therapy and then meditation and go for a swim you know pretty pretty good but then you know something happened we go you know in my case we we go to to europe at your parents house and all of a sudden you don't have your um red light therapy or you know you're in an environment where you don't do routine yeah your routines anymore and it feels like a massive issue it feels like uh you can't uh perform as well as before or uh you know you're not in in your environment uh, and it takes a while to adapt contrary when when you are when a kid uh, you are a teenager you can pretty much adapt to circumstances like yeah
1: you sleep in cars you sleep outside adult you cannot sleep in a car anymore yeah
0: and on a learning perspective you know you, you are a kid and you can actually learn pretty you know way faster than someone else see with with languages, see with you know with the, with um, motor skill, like a sport and so yep. on. And does that has to do with a better
1: neuroplasticity? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So you made a fantastic example there because teenager and kids, uh, their brain is not finished. Our brain in, uh, is almost like set up by the age of 22, twenty five something like that. So kids, they have this plastic brain naturally. And the youngest they are, the more plastic it is, the more connection they're making. And growing old, actually, we have less neuron created naturally, and our brain is more static than steady and static than it was when we were kids. So yes, definitely. And remember, teenager uh, frontal lobe, the cortex that makes your thinking and decision-making is not finished at all. They have a very plastic brain. Yes totally on point
0: is, is there a way for us to increase our neuroplasticity as an yeah person?
1: yeah it, it, there's a lot to do for that and uh, part of the routine you're uh, doing on a daily basis actually increase neuroplasticity one of the best uh, tools that you can use to to trigger neuroplasticity is definitely meditation uh okay. It's known for that and it works very well. And uh, you put your brain in a phase where it is able to make the connection to be plastic. Sports is one of the best as well. Doing sport activity, moderate activity. Yeah. Sometimes high uh, interval uh, yeah. training can work as well. But moderate activity is a fantastic one uh, to trigger neuroplasticity then there's a lot of tools that you can use for that. And the technology is going further and further and further now. I, I
0: would love to talk about tools. <laughs> okay. i very, very curious. That's me being very selfish. Sorry, audience. But I, No, I, I love it. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, I'm, I'm a gadget man too. I love, I'm testing tons of products at this time. And one talking about neuroplasticity, I'm neurovisor. Oh, okay. This is crazy. Okay. What is it? Would you mind to to unbox it? I'm going to
0: show you. Okay. 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 Guys, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. It's a prototype. I'm going to explain you. Okay. When I started to optimize neuroplasticity for my trainings, I was using Halo Neuro, that headset. Yeah. With transcranial direct stimulation. And I loved it. Honestly, it was making fantastic results. And, it is true, and there is white paper on it, but it was helping neuroplasticity. And I was curious to see what else uh, helps that. So, of course, light stimulation can help, and binaural sounds help also uh, neuroplasticity, and um, the pattern of uh, using EEG as well. But this is fantastically new, and it's a concept that is derivative directly from neuroscience here's how it works you put this on your head you have headsets Mm -hmm. and it's a mix of 40 binaural sounds and light stimulation the light stimulation you have your eyes closed but when you close your eyes and these lights are following certain pattern they create a psychedelic environment in 10 minutes, 11 minutes, I guarantee you, I get into flow state. Or if my mood is too low, I raise my mood to, and this is like, in, of course, it's neurotransmitters, but the action of that works. It works super well. I'm just on my few days of trying, I started this weekend, but the few sessions I've done, I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. And I went to my daughter and I go like, okay she's 17 and i go like "Noi, this is the only drug that you're going to be allowed <laughs> to test <laughs> this <see>. is crazy <laughs> yeah okay so you know stuff like
0: that stuff like that makes me i want to put my hands on something like that but i want to open a bracket for people who are listening uh because you mentioned a couple of stuff that i think i was yeah. uh, being highlighting guys uh gene or ja- can i just call you johnny is that okay? Yeah, is, Gianni. Is, sì, yeah. ma come no? Uh, <laughs> perfetto. Perfetto. It is, it's so good to be you in the show. Johnny so, mentioned before the Halo Neuro Sport, Neuro, yeah. yeah. And they've done the two as well. Now the, the two is available. It's yeah. a device, it looks like a headphone set. Headset, yeah. Like an headset. And um, and you guys can wear that while, for example, training or while uh, playing piano, for example, and increase the um, your ability... I make it simple. It increases your ability to learn a sport or a motor skill. So, a sport, yeah. a motor skill, or something. Is that is that
1: correct? Yeah, yeah. The neuro, uh, the Halo neuro sport. Actually, the two as um, on the top of the headset, it has a small uh, um, kind of band with peaks that yeah. has to be wet. And what it does is sending a very tiny current into Mm -hmm. your brain located on the top of your brain so that current electrical current triggered the neuroplasticity and the sound you can put whatever you want as sound they didn't uh, mix and match with the binaural actually would have been a very good thing Mm -hmm. Um, helps you to trigger neuroplasticity so this is called the priming Mm neuro priming they called it so you do it Actually, when you warm up and then your plastic, your brain is plastic for about 60 minutes. Okay. With
0: that. All right. Technically, yeah. you do that. You use it for X amount of minutes, 10, 20 minutes.
1: Yeah, uh, 20. I think it was 20 or, yeah, 20 minutes or 30 minutes. I don't remember. I think it's 20 minutes. I still use it uh, time to time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then you can do your your learning, you know, motor yeah. skill or, or playing yeah. instrument and so on. Uh, and it, it basically increases your ability to, to learn, which is pretty good. Yeah. Cool. yeah. The other thing you said is binaural beats.
1: Uh, Yeah, binaural beats is are like it's it is proven like you know white noise and all these these things that goes into your ear, but binaural. Um, I was working with a a company named Andol Sound. They've they've been doing a lot of research on on sounds and binaural sounds. And uh, so they put you in a mood where you can do meditation, you can do focus, you can do uh, hard work, creative work, and things like that. Those sounds have the particular ability to be, I think it's between 35 and 50 hertz, if I don't make any mistakes. And they go, they're they're called binaural. It's because they go from one side to the other. They're not at the same time in both ears. And they're like, you're hearing something's here and something's different on the other. Something's on the right is different than something's on the left here. Uh, So it it triggers some sort of creative uh, thinking Mm. and neuroplasticity as well.
0: That's great. Would something like, for example, brain FM, would do that? You yeah,
1: RenFM has uh, some uh, binaural sounds. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yes, it's 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 an equivalent. So far, I've found that Endol is is a very serious uh, um, company. They pushed to a limit where it's complex enough mm-hmm. to be used. Almost scientifically, Brain.FM, uh, Brain FM, I, I would say it's more generic, but it's very good. It's based on science as well, anyway. So, was, yes,
0: what's the company you mentioned before? The not the brain FM, and all
1: and all, it's E N D E L sounds. Okay. A, A, they're from Germany, actually.
0: Okay, and that are they an app?
1: Or, yeah it's, okay. it's a it, yeah it's an application, and uh it's kind of you know I've tested all of them, and I always come back I don't work with them anymore, and it, it doesn't bring me anything to say that, but uh, uh I love science and I always bring the real facts and all was probably for me the best mm-hmm. providing uh service for binaural songs.
0: And I'm going to put all, you know, for guys listening, I will to put all links in the it show makes, notes for them yeah. if they want to check it out. For i I'm going to ask you another question. So, sorry if I asked a lot of questions in the question, but I'm actually uh, curious to dive deep into it. So with binatural sounds, right? I remember, I, I might be wrong. You need to change the, the frequencies and the sounds uh, with a certain frequency because after a while, your brain can get accustomed to it and that it doesn't work as much. Am I correct? or something?
1: Not. Not uh, really. Actually, you need, of course, our brain, you know, like uh, in, in different stages of the day and at night during your sleep, it goes through different waves, uh, brain waves. So those binaural, yes, if you hear always the same sound, is just the effect goes away. But it's going to take you a long, long time before that happens. Uh, so it's always better to vary that that source you are right um you know this company uh uh, another one that uh brain tap brain tap uses binaural sounds uh in their application and they're very good at at doing all sort of stimulation that goes from meditation calm to uh something's very active like you need focus you need energy to uh, be creative or to work so they change the way it is and they have a huge list of uh, playlists of uh, different sound that you can use, or even with the uh, Dr. Porter talking about over the music sometime. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, so brain tap, this one is right. brain Yeah. Tap? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love that company. And uh, Dr. Porter uh, is, is a fantastic uh, uh, person to listen to. I'm intrigued about his, um, He's always saying about the wave of the ocean and the vibration. We are energy. I take that from him, actually. Uh, So the combination of energy from the planet and our energy and putting them in phase at the same waves puts you in a mood that you are going to be in the perfect shape for uh, everything you do in your life.
0: That's so. That's so interesting. That's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, going to the device you are saying. So first of all, for the for the guys, a quick a quick um uh, you know before you talk about oh it's like psychedelic effect. I just want to say to the guys, I've done an episode with uh, Kyla Hosteov. Um, not sure if you know. Oh, her. you
1: did? Yeah, 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 yeah. And
0: and we talked about um being neuroscience, you know, precision on a different way, and she's good conscious versus subconscious mind and at a certain point we talked about for a little bit about psychedelic and how they can be a tool to hack your subconscious mind so mm. uh, for guys listening up like psychedelic uh uh in a controlled settings that you know there is a huge uh, literature now about psychedelics again don't invite to use them you know for no, no know they
1: Exactly. You have to be on a controlled uh, setting and environment. And I think that the proof is that uh, uh, you look at the John Hopkins studies in mm-hmm. America about psychiatric is probably the, the leading the way. Uh, when they give doses, they are exact doses, not like on a balance, on a corner of a table and things like that. It's really in certain condition. Um, one of the companies that is uh, doing very well in that area it's psychos psychositical they do the delivery of psychedelic through a very interesting process of science, like going through the, um, blood brain barrier with certain transporter. Uh, so they know that the dosage is going to the right target. Uh, all these I've never tried psychedelic. Uh, I'm very intrigued, but I'm a control freak of my mind. So I'm reluctant to do it. But I think that, uh, It could be something's very nice. I have read today that uh, Canada is even going in a way of treating uh, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder uh, with psychedelics. One sure thing, again, from John Hopkins' research is PTSD will definitely be treated with psychedelics. It's going there and it's going to be FDA approved very, very soon. Yeah,
0: I'm. Um, you know, I'm exactly like you. I'm a bit of a control freak. I love to be in control and so on. But on the other end, I'm so happy to see that the literature is evolving, uh, because yep. if that happened and it's evolving, that means there is uh, more, um, more, more controls and more regulation behind, because it can be it can be a very uh, powerful tool. Yeah. But that is that device now. I'm going back to the other, you know, that cool gadget with neurovisor.
1: I'm I'm bluffed by that thing. I was not honestly, I was really not expecting uh that to be so efficient. It's the first time that I'm literally looking at it and just like, damn, this is crazy. And the guy, Danny who uh, they're a group of researchers, but they designed it. And I I was talking about ALO Neuro, and I was talking about BrainTap, and he goes like, "Ah, Jean, you have no idea what Neurovisor is uh, if you're trying to compare to these two. This is like a scientific research-driven prototype I'm using. Mm -hmm. But honestly, if I have to get you to try it, you're going to be you don't need any drugs, <laughs> yeah. honestly. It's better.
0: Do you think it will be available to the public sometimes uh, yeah.
1: soon? Okay. Yeah, they already sell the prototype the way it is. It's quite expensive. I think it's they sell it in Europe and it's about um, one thousand five hundred euro for now. Okay. Uh, so it's going to be available to the public they're going to come up with the final version I'm lucky enough to test the uh, the, the second generation of prototype mm-hmm. but this is this is something that is going to drive our future because honestly with all this covid situation and everything many people are suffering of anxiety depression mm-hmm. and lack of confidence or lack of motivation mm-hmm. I just said four parameters, but those four parameters are all treated in a way Mm -hmm. uh, by this. So why not bringing to the society tools that allow people to be more happy? Happiness is the secret of everything.
0: Yeah. And especially if you can do it safely, that's, you know, that's That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting and uh, I think that connects you know when I every time I get a guest on the show before getting a guest I like I have a little wireless people like a small group where I say hey guys I got this amazing guest uh, mm-hmm. I know what I want to ask but do you have any questions for uh, for them uh, for for him or her depending on the guest and uh, everyone said by uh, watching your uh, you know your website and your Instagram and so on and that's you kind of answer by talking about this device (laughs) but i'm sure it's not the only thing is that they said how can you hack being on a flow state right you you always have a flow state which is very very important you know when when you're in that state you just get a lot of things done
1: everything is done and, and without even having the perception of having it done uh the flow state is is truly a superpower most of the time people get into flow state without knowing it uh it you get there by accident or because you're doing something that you're so much into it and you get into flow state. Mm-hmm. Imagine that you were able to trigger your flow state by yourself to prepare yourself to get into flow state. Renato, I tell you, I can be every single day that I live in flow state when I decide and how I decide to be. And I can't, stay in that flow state for over 45 minutes in a row.
0: That's a big advantage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how
1: do you do that? I think that there is a big part uh, due to preparation and mindset and triggering your brain in a certain way. I'm going to explain a couple of details, which you mm-hmm. to give tips to people that are listening and ask this question. So thank you for the question too. <laughs> and Probably another part is due to my ADHD uh, problem where my mind can be everywhere, but the ability or the faculty of some people having ADHD is this hyper-focus that is almost natural in certain things. So I have that faculty combined with a protocol that I use when I want to really perform and be in, in flow. So if you want, I can just describe what I do when I want to be in the flow. Without And let's pretend that we are in a situation where people don't have access to Halo Neuro mm-hmm. or a gadget and, and technology that I have. So you can get in the flow by simple preparation. The first start by breathing. Breathing techniques, you have to control your breath. You have to put your mind the same way that you put your mind when you do meditation. Mm -hmm. Outside of everything related to your environment, you detach yourself from your thinking and thought. And on the second stage of that, so I practice meditation for a couple of minutes. Let me go back. I draw back. Okay, I wake up. The first thing I'm going to do, is making sure that my neurotransmitters are aligned in my body. First, to be able to sleep at night and second, to be able to function at day. So I need to go outside. I need to have my high receptor activated. I need sunlight. This is the first thing to do in the morning. You wake sunlight.
0: up, you go out right away.
1: That's it. I wake up, I drink water. I activate my body with a bit of stretching and I go out and I go out cold or warm or whatever, but I need to have this natural light because the windows uh, cut down the uh, the lux that you require for that. Mm-hmm. And I prepare my brain for having the right neurotransmitter in my body to be in uh, Equilibrium and to be able to sleep at night. This is the first thing. Then let's pretend I want to go work out and I want to be in the flow. So mm-hmm. I'm going to prepare myself by doing 10 minutes meditation. You don't need to meditate for two hours, like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, depends on the days. And you start preparing. Your training by uh, warming up and stretching and breathing. Control your breeze. Put your attention on something. You know that flow is often related to visualization. Your vision won't trigger the flow. Our eyes, our brain—it's part of our brain outside of our skull. That—that's it. That's all. So your eyes will trigger. certain way that your brain is probably going to be going into that flow so it's simple you look at a lot of points so you're flashing in a certain way information to your brain your brain will select the one that you need the one that you don't need so you look far away you look close you know far away close enough varies and change your environment then I start by handstand Okay. Everybody cannot do handstands, Mm -hmm. but if you cannot do handstand, just put yourself against a wall, but make sure that your blood goes to your head and your head is reversed because your brain is not used to be on the opposite position. When you get your heads down, your brain is screwed up totally. If you open your eyes and you're down doing handstand or whatever, but your head down and you look 180 degrees, I guarantee you that your brain is starting to be hyperactive. Mm -hmm. It's triggered. So you warm up, you do your handstand, you keep going on your deep breathing. And then I do something and it's a simple, simple, simple thing. I fix one point, Mm -hmm. just one point. And I put my eyes into a single spot. It could be a rock, it can be a pen, it can be whatever. But on that point, and I keep my vision there until my mind goes almost away thinking of something else or nothing. At the same time, I can do... I can have binaural sounds on my ear or my best trance orchestral music. It's proven by studies that uh, trance orchestral music triggers a certain uh, flow in your brain as well. So combine all these factors together and you'll get your brain into a mood that you're going to be soon. You're going to be in that transition of flow. Um, So music, fix the point, your brain will... soon focus hyper focus on what you're looking at of course no phone Mm -hmm. no talk no disturb bands from anything and when you get into the phase that you feel that you're gonna be able to accomplish what you want to do you think about what you are going to do you visualize Mm -hmm. so you put imageries into your brain of what you are going to achieve Your brain doesn't know the difference if if you're doing it or you're just imagining it. Mm -hmm. So it's preparing to do it and is trying to register what you're going to do. And then you go into the movement and you're getting in that move and you practice and practice and sometimes fail, but learn, but stay in that focus. Most of the time, you're going to be in the zone and you're going to be in that zone if you have the strength not to be disturbed and every time that you finish to do one move and you walk in a way or another to look at your phone or talk to somebody or somebody else. When you get after a couple of minutes and you feel that it's it's moving around, you know what you do? You close your eyes and you walk. Okay. Eyes closed, you walk and you okay. walk backwards, same. You, then you open your eyes, you revisualize around and you re- fix a point again, those triggers, those small tips trigger your brain to really focus on what you are doing. And hyper-focus, you know, gets you in the zone. You get disconnected and you achieve things.
0: And you are still outside, right? When you do that, you, you do the... Movement. No, you can, be,
1: you can be in a gym. Okay. you can be in a gym it, it works the same way you you can be i've trained in the gym surrounded by many people with uh, before COVID, mm-hmm. and uh, people were just like you're different when you're training your eyes look different of course my eyes are not looking at you i'm not talking to you i'm in my zone And I don't want to be disturbed. So I, of course, I had the advantage to during COVID to be at my cottage up north. I was alone with the lake view and everything. So the flow is even easier. And I was outside, Um, but you can do it in a gym. You can do it anywhere. You can even do it in your, if you train in your living room, you can do it in your living room, of course, anywhere.
0: Yeah, no, I've asked because I was trying to kind of translate it in, um, you know everyone on a busy work schedule they need to go to the office so but everyone can do it. like you wake up don't look your phone go out or on a balcony if you have a better out and you move yeah and then yeah. let's say people need to don't have time to get prepared to go to work they come back home they do their handstand or they um, yeah. um then you say you fix one point right for a while yeah, uh, yeah. with or without by natural sounds or orchestra and, and then you say movement. For movement, I know you are very into calisthenics and so on, but for yeah. movement, do you think any type of movements could, could do, like yoga? Or- well,
1: basketball player can be in the flow. Football per- players are able to be in the flow. Runners are able to be in the flow. Uh, um, marathon as well. And anything you do with a moderate or uh, an activity that you're doing and you're moving, and you can be in the flow, isn't working not just movement. Let's say you want to be in the flow and you don't want to work. You can be in the flow by your creativity. When you do uh, creative marketing, you can get into the flow the same way. It's, it's the same. You know, Renato, you said something's very interesting. Uh, people have to go to work and uh, they don't have time. I think that you are the master of your own life and you decide what you want to do. Um, some people say, ah, I don't want to wake up. I have no time. Fuck, wake up 15 minutes earlier. You're going to have time to go outside and take fresh air. Uh, Or you don't have time to uh, meditate. What do you do? You're sitting on your couch. You're uh, scrolling down your Instagram. That's it. You are the master of your life.
0: As as a marketer, I can tell you people spend, those are actual numbers. They spend on average, those are averages. So that can be lower, but they can be higher and even much higher. They spend on average five hours a day on social media on you know, on, uh, on on any, you know, your social media. It could be YouTube, TikTok, and uh, Google. Way Facebook. too much. Yeah. So five hours a day, uh, you know, you can definitely fit in five times or even six, seven times the routine you just mentioned. Uh,
1: completely. Yeah. yeah, completely. Yeah. I, you know what? I have an alarm set on my social media activity from my phone. One hour and 30 minutes, if I exceed one hour and 30 minutes, he rings and he warns me, I think. And even at an hour and 30 minutes, I feel it is a lot. It's way too much. Yeah. Uh, the influence of information we're getting and shitty information most of the time. The influence yeah. of information we're getting from everywhere, uh, those things. And it's not good. And don't put your phone in front of your face before going to bed. You're not going to sleep first. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't watch TV. I hate that.
0: Agree, yeah. Look, I think uh, uh, watching your phone, social media, and you know, I use it for work and I have my pages, so so you do, and so on. However, I think people need to be mindful about the the following things every time, and that's on your phone in general, and obviously there are other things, but every time there is like a notification, a, a message, a WhatsApp, a you know, a page, so you you are simulating your dopamine uh, receptors and your dopamine level. And what that (laughs) does on the long term, it has an impact on your motivation.
1: I'm very big on anxiety and anxiety. Yeah. Raising up. Yeah. And and I'm
0: very, I'm very, very big on that. One of the topics I stress enough about any episode is that, you know, sometimes there are days that people feel, not motivated to do some days things are easier and some, some some days they're not one of the reason is it's a alteration of the dopamine either levels or dopamine baseline and your phone is screwing is, is screwing that and the other thing yeah. you stimulate you tend to stimulate a lot of negative self-talk there's people yeah they post for example on instagram their best moments and while you see their best moment someone at the beach a training or doing a TED talk, <laughs> whatever while you are you know on your couch um
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you, you subconsciously or consciously you say oh damn i'm lazy i'm you know i should be here yeah. i'm missing out and and that's definitely not healthy so reducing yeah. the-
1: sending the wrong signal uh, well you you've probably you're in marketing you've probably seen that uh, uh, awesome picture where you see an apple uh in front of a mirror so you see the apple it's super shiny in the front and beautiful but in the back there is a bite and it's all rotten, rotten. and it's a this is social media this is so true you know people are spending time on social media looking at how many this guy has uh, followers and likes and uh, comments and uh, is doing that better than me is stronger than me i'm not going to post that you're sending wrong signal and about your baseline as you said One other thing, caffeine in the morning, most people wake up and instead of going outside, they go to their coffee machine and they take a coffee, delay your caffeine intake in the morning. It's important as well. Johnny,
0: I couldn't agree more. You sound something like very simple, very basic. This is actually very recent for me. You know, as you can tell, like, you know, I'm, I'm Italian. I got my espresso, (laughs) I love coffee. (laughs) And, you know, I know, I know that sometimes I need to take caffeine breaks and I do, but um, for me, it's a ritual. Uh, I I don't take caffeine because I feel I need a lift up. I just love I could take even a a, a, a decaf. It's, It's fine. Just a lot. It's a ritual. It makes me happy. But one thing, maybe you might know the exact dynamics behind it, but one thing that really has made an impact on my overall motivation is a very simple thing. All right. So before getting my reward, in this case my coffee, I need to get some tasks done. I need to make my bed, I need to empty the dishwasher, oh. I need to do some movements, um, I need to uh, do my meditation and only after uh, and 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 I need to um, uh, you know be in touch with my mom and so on I, I've been after what happened I' cool. yeah. you know a stranger relationship so I need to do anyway that's my case, but I need to do certain tasks or certain things before. I get my coffee it, and it's different before it was, okay, I get my coffee. So I get my, my, my task. What I think that subconsciously or chemically is doing, it's, it's regulating better the dopamine system and the reward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It yeah. Yeah. has an impact Absolutely. on everything I do during the day after.
1: And on your sleep as well. Uh, you know, one of the tips that uh, I, I could give on that is uh, when you wake up, so you open your eyes in the morning. You're still in your bed before jumping out of the bed. Take five, ten minutes to visualize what you're going to do during your day. This mm-hmm. is super important. If you and and I've always said my own life that people go, like, ah you're an entrepreneur, you're successful. Well, how did you manage to do that? And uh, it's a funny story, but it it is a true story, and you're going to see why it's a funny story. Mm-hmm. So you visualize when you open your eyes, what you're going to do during your day, you decide on two or three points that you are going to achieve during your day for your reward system. But when I put my, and listen to that, it's Italian, when I put my right feet on the floor, and right is important, I put my right feet on the floor, I know which decision I took for the best decision, one, decision for the day this is the one and i've done that my whole long life old as i am now uh every time so right foot it's because it's luck left foot shouldn't no. it, it, it's the reverse but i wake up every morning for <laughs> since i i know how to walk putting my right foot on the floor first that's, with an id yeah <laughs> that's
0: that, that, that's amazing so you, you by the way you're you you, you know you haven't lost your Italianness. It's,
1: it's, it's in your blood. It's great. No, you can't. <laughs> it's impossible. You're going to get me killed by the mamma if you no. do that. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, signora, signora, G- Gianni, it's, it's Italian. I can tell it's Italian. So, one thing I really, really wanted to ask you, like, why don't it because I know it's, you know, I like to talk and ask question and questions and questions, but I want to make sure I um i cover uh this topic uh i want to talk about um your book uh Mm -hmm. and you know you talk a lot about like basic principle behind you mentioned something like neuroscience calisthenics yep uh
1: yeah yeah. Uh, skills acquisition Mm -hmm.
0: yeah (laughs) and uh would um would, would you like to tell me more uh, about that you, you talk a lot about the neuro neurobiological effect uh, yep. of, of your training and this is for me something new or unusual to hear uh, so I'd love to hear about that
1: okay so you know most people they train to look good not to feel good they feel good after but they train to look good uh, they lift weight or do things they don't even know of tricks uh, based on neuroscience. I'm, I'm not asking people to study neuroscience or to study science, but just to get a, a kind of understanding of, of what they're doing and how they trigger it. Um, you know, when you decide to do some things, everything comes by, by thinking about it, executing uh, visualization um, and doing movement and repeating it and everything. So it's the brain motor cortex that is involved, okay? Mm -hmm. If you understand that even moving a finger is related to a chemical, electrochemical reaction that starts from your brain and gets to your finger. If you understand that, the impact of moving that finger uh, can be dramatic or can be as just irrelevant when you want to do a sport if you train efficiently Mm -hmm. knowing basic principle of neuroscience you can actually increase your performances and this is what is neuroscience calisthenic and i said Calisthenic, but it could be neuroscience basketball neuroscience golf or well golf yeah yeah, but it could be neuroscience whatever mm-hmm. uh it's it, it's just like because i do calisthenics which is gymnastic derivative um and i found that uh it applies to an extreme in uh, in those principles for a reason, because calisthenics mm-hmm. is hyper complex, like it's body workout to the extreme, at achieving certain movement with your body that when people look at it, they're just like, what the, where is the gravity? Uh, how do you do that? How from your arms, you can lift up your body and you're like flat on the floor and you can go up that way without just by your, your core or your, your grip or whatsoever. It's just applying principle, uh, a basic principle. The more you grip something, the more your brain will feel that it needs power and a lot of energy. It's a basic principle, but some people will try to do that with loose hands. no, Put a grip on, put a grip on it. Uh, no, and and, and and that is a, is one example, but it applies for everything. And in calisthenic, the beauty of this sport is that you discover muscle that you didn't even know they exist. Mm-hmm. So you, you discover your body completely. And it's it's maybe arrogant what I'm going to say, but I think that I control my body completely. Every single part of my body is under control. And this is what it brought me uh, to, to do this type of training. So, and why is that? It's because I control my mind the same way. I never overreact. I never underreact as well. It's just like there is processes that you have to learn and to adapt. And the same processes are for sports. And you, if you go that way, you have to repeat them because your brain, when it's plastic, has to memorize and repetition uh, uh, create memories. And when they get wired in your brain, okay, let me put some brackets here. You wanna learn a movement, you wanna learn a language, you wanna learn some things, you start creating some neurons, okay? At the beginning, imagine your brain And I want to go from point A to point B, point B being the skill Mm -hmm. mastering. I'm at point A. I'm trying. I'm failing. So my neurons are connecting in uh, erratic pattern and movement. I reach point B by luck in a way. Mm -hmm. So I created a path that is a long, long path that goes everywhere. I repeat it. That path is reinforced. I am cre- creating more neurons, and at the end, when I've repeated enough, that path going from point A to point B is instead, instead of being erratic and going everywhere, is a highway. It's a big highway full of neurons, and the signal takes nothing to get from A to B. You master the skill. Or you master language or you master whatever you're learning. This is the way it, it is done. So when you master the way that you learn hyperlearning mm-hmm. and the way that you execute movement, you come to a certain ability to combine both and to become unbeatable and destructible.
0: It's a little bit like when you drive, right? It's a, a, yeah. a lot doing example, right? The first time you drive, you need to think, okay, I need to get the clutch and the... the, 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 yeah. um, the
1: and you look everywhere and you, look everywhere. you're it on... Uh, uh. Yeah.
0: And then because you build that neural pathways, you just, you can drive. Sometimes you don't, you can just think about life and just before you know it, or, you, yeah. the body just goes that's on autopilot, right? That's and,
1: it. And, and that's why people are watching their phone because they're so used to drive. Hmm. Yeah. that they think that it's it's driving by itself yeah which by Somebody the way learning likes. will never do that
0: yeah don't watch, don't, don't watch your phones while driving and also in general <laughs> in general, i think focus on one thing at a time right like mm-hmm. you don't, don't watch your phone while, by talking to someone else don't do stuff like that i think could it be that if you fully focus about something, I think I know the answer to this one, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. If you fully focus to someone, because you know to, to something, okay. you know that we uh, people tend now, especially to we have so many distractions. We do, I don't know, some people
1: multitasking, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: they multitask. I don't know. For example, okay, they go to the gym and they do one set, and between sets they do they watch their phone, they talk you know, to
1: somebody, they watch their phone, they take yeah. picture, they 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 do all this crazy thing. Uh, or, uh, yeah, it, our brain, as simple as it is, doesn't like multitasking. Mm. Point is as simple as that. You want to be in the flow? This is the answer to flow. Do one thing. As you said, focus on one thing. The only way that you can get into the zone, into flow, is to do one thing at a time. If you start having distraction and doing multiple tasks, you're going nowhere.
0: We actually cannot do, apart from I think the very small percentage of people who can actually multitask, but we cannot actually multitask. What we're doing is the task switching from one to another.
1: Except except for language. I think that's the only one that, yeah, I think that's the only one that uh, you can uh, kind of do multitasking, like you can walk and talk at the same time. Uh, you're not posing uh, because those are natural movement of course Uh, but um, other than that you are totally right it's super difficult but you can train to do two things at the time and and this is kind of interesting stuff to do did did you
0: write about training how to do a few things at the same time in your book
1: yeah absolutely you know i was training once and i was just challenging myself Uh, i talked about it today uh um, I was wearing the Oculus mm. 3D uh, oh, yeah. uh, uh, vision stuff. And I was doing handstand and bar work and stuff like that. I wanted Oculus. to... Yeah, with the Oculus. And on the Oculus, I was watching scenes in the mountains with skydive, actually uh, jumpsuits, people going... Across mountains, so very scary and thrilling stuff with a big emotional side of it. and at the same time, uh, going into an endstand or in into a planche or a movement like that, I wanted to see how the brain could trigger mm-hmm. uh, those pathways together. At the end of the day, you know what it was surprising is I could hold my movement way longer because my mind was there. And it was not focusing on one, two, three, four. Okay, one more, one more. No, my mind was in another planet, oculus planet. <laughs> but my my strength was like probably ten times bigger, stronger than I, I usually am. And this is something that is very interesting. It proves proves us that we can increase our performances. Just mm-hmm. by the strength of our mind, by by putting the effort to have our mind in a certain way, in a certain path. And most people they go they go lifting weight, for example, which is very common. They go to five, six, eight. Oh, I can't! I, uh, oh, last! Oh, no, I cannot. They just don't realize that they're just at forty percent of their capacity. This is it.
0: Yeah, that's. What you said is is extremely true, and I guess you know you see a pattern on obviously on on different uh, topics, but that's also what Joe Dispenza says, Wim Hof says, right on on different things that yeah your, your brain is like so it, powerful, yeah. I can do so many things. That's um that's amazing. One of the things that I wanted to ask you because I, I can't leave this interview without asking you that is um do you and so first of all I want to say I'm very grateful that you know even while we were chatting by email. You mentioned something very important, and I want to enforce that message because it is important that you know there is no biohack, like cover your basics first with circadian rhythm, eating well, mm. and move and socialize. You know, cover your basic first things that I think everyone e- everyone knows. We just don't have yeah. that, but everyone knows. And that, and then use the biohacks to elevate yourself and just to go on the next level and you know and to increase your performance. Don't uh-huh. use the biohacks as a quick fix to, to cover your basic because it just that, that,
1: that doesn't, doesn't exist. It doesn't work, absolutely. Yeah, and you're right. The message
0: that is important to enforce. And thank you for mentioning that. You know, while we're chatting on, on email. However, I do want to know uh, your um, your best uh, uh, tricks or advice of biohacks for specifically for uh, weight loss, lean muscle mass. And also, uh, if your favorite gadgets in general, and okay. uh, your you, your business is called Cyber Games. so I can.
1: <laughs> it's because yeah, because of all the things of uh, you know the performances uh, going fast to a certain level, people are calling. They called me cyborg, so I get that, and I go like, it's pretty cool actually. Uh, um, so. My favorite biohack, it's probably cold shower. Uh, I like that effect of uh, the rush of adrenaline. And it's probably because it's close to what you can get when you do uh, skydiving or, or other extreme sport. But I like the, the effect of cold shower. Um, it's not a biohack, but it's a, it's, it's a knowledge base. People don't know what is ultradian rhythm and circadian rhythm in general. Yeah, they heard about circadian rhythm, 24-hour cycle, You sleep and day. And, and but ultradian rhythm is a 90-minute span during which you can focus and another about 20 minutes and plus 90-minute uh, time span during which you cannot focus. So if you know that that sequence, you can work efficiently and you can work out efficiently and you can be in the flow you uh, so you have to respect and know yourself and know when it's time to work when it's not time to work and people call it biohack. i i just call it knowledge of your own body uh and and don't force i see executives you know i'm in 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 the business industry mm-hmm. uh, i see executives working 10 hours a day for the hell of what they're not efficient mm-hmm. and I, when i go to meetings and i go like i work two times or three times 90 minutes a day and i achieve way more things that you can do they're just pissed off because they think i'm i'm like not a, 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 a fan of work but it's not true it's just like know your rhythm. that's the best bio uh, and cold shower mm-hmm. uh well meditation they're all good <laughs> everything is good yeah, as long as you uh, use them efficiently and my tool for sport I'm okay if i have to execute sport i like p bars perlets it's uh, it's it's a, it's a gadget uh, that i'm using for a lot of stuff but i think that the best biohacking tool that you can use for tool is a tracker of giving you some biofeedback of where you are, what you do, and if you do it efficiently or not. And it's probably the best investment you can do, having a tracker, getting some feedback on yourself. But hold on that. If you know yourself enough mm-hmm. after having checked your reports and reports and reports, after a certain time, you don't need any tracker. You don't need any biofeedback. You just listen to your body and you know exactly where you are and how you feel and what is your uh, sp2 uh spo uh, uh or your 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 uh, uh cardiac uh, rhythm you know that uh you don't need to have the value in front of you
0: it's uh yeah it's true it's uh i love feedback, and uh i think a good tactic would be you know right re- modern days you can get like a, a tracker relatively mm-hmm affordably and then obviously they can go on the higher hand like uh more expensive as well but I, but i think after a while you start with the biofeedback and then after a while you record because of the biofeedback so let's say for me in my case it's heart rate variability i pay a lot of a lot of attention to heart rate variability and now i can yeah almost, it's, um, it's a
1: good yeah it's, a, it's one of the best to follow i agree on that
0: but after a while you get that feedback from a from a tracker uh you can almost resemble. Okay, when my heart rate variability is uh, nine, ninety ms, I feel this way. When it's around this fifty marks, I feel this way. And you can almost tell by the way you feel what your heart rate variability is, and then making us making you know action based based on that. Uh, I know, and I'm sorry. I I know we're running out of time, and I, I'm very uh, I for
1: me. It's, I, I have so much pleasure. So yeah, I, <laughs> you can get the, the part that you don't like, and they just keep the good ones. <laughs>
0: Yeah no look I like everything and I could I could literally keep going for you know for <laughs> hours I love to talk, especially you yeah. know having conversations like this uh it's uh you cool. know they give me they makes me feel on the floor because they they give me like a lot of adrenaline and my day Thank usually you. after a podcast interview my day is just better because i feel so oh yeah it's accomplished just, yeah accomplished it's 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 nice yeah, so, yeah. with inspiring people like you but at the same time oh, i want to be okay. very mindful and respectful of of your time right so i don't want to just no worry keep going. <laughs> you are and uh but i have just a few more questions and i promise and mm-hmm. I, sure. I'll, I'll, yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Is because
0: i could not avoid asking this question so before you 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 were mentioning about the rhythm right there are 90 minutes where mm-hmm where you can get this stuff done and there are 20 minutes where you cannot.
1: Take a walk during those 20 minutes because you have another 90 minutes after that that you're not going to be productive.
0: Okay. So do, are you saying that from the moment we wake up, we have like cycles of like 90 yeah. minutes being productive? Yeah, and
1: okay. yeah exactly. I, and I think it's, it's uh, from the science perspective, it's, uh, it's due to the temperature of your body. So uh, it, it, you are at the coldest point of your temperature at night. Let's say, for example, at four o'clock in the morning, you're going to wake up uh, by six, six 30. Um, don't work out at 7 but optimize your body before going to workout and probably you are at your uh, uh, great uh, spot to workout you don't have to wait until 4 like people say you have to wait until your you peak temperature is there it's not true uh, but you're you, you're getting into that 90 minute um, open minded focus zone mm-hmm. at about 9 a.m. if you follow this for uh, six and uh, so at in between nine and and ten thirty you're going to be in that zone if you know yourself if you know that you have to work for example work efficiently those ninety minutes mm-hmm. if you prefer to work out during those focus zone workout but what is important when you exceed that ninety minute don't stay in front of your computer don't stay at the gym it doesn't bring you anything take a walk outside. Do some things lighter for the next 16, 90 minutes, and then you're going to close to a second dose of 90 minutes and make it efficient. Make sure that you're going to use it efficiently. Don't sit on the couch doing nothing when you're there. Do some things on purpose live on purpose that's it
0: and i know you might sound complex of some people and they might say oh how do i figure out and so on guys start paying attention start being aware and it's it's a process it's going to take a while maybe it's going to take years but then once you understand your body and how you work and how you feel after um, swimming to the ocean i don't know it's different for everyone it's that's that's a real like it makes a whole different do you talk about this concept in in uh, in your book because i know that's you know this up opens in a yes. of- yes, okay
1: yes yes i talk about uh, rhythm and and uh, and uh, circadian of course is one of the crucial point of our lives uh, there there's some datas uh, uh, and uh, reviews and published paper on uh, some values that can help the uh, people that are listening to to the podcast to 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 target the right moments so from the top of my memory i'm not sure i, I don't have my notes here but i think it's 4 hours after your coldest temperature that you are getting into that uh, approximate zone something like that but I can I can bring you back those values, uh, so that that helped. Of course, naturally you feel yourself like in the morning you feel like, okay, oh, how come this morning I worked for an hour and I was just like so efficient? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm sitting at my desk for three hours and I've done nothing. Yeah, well, follow your rhythm. <laughs> as simple
0: as that. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. I I personally started uh, getting ton of shit done sorry for the word uh, in the in the morning uh talking about routines i had an extensive routines of stuff but i just found out that i naturally after a certain time after I've done it after I've done it like what i consider my basics meditation and some mm-hmm. movements and so on uh before i would like lo- i like to treat myself to go out for a swim and so on but you know it's it's a period where i feel like I want to be productive with you know with my super smart coffee you know with the uh, cordyceps and so on in front of the computer and doing some some work and that's it and I feel productive. But when I feel oh this is coming down, that's where it's the moment to just go and that's it.
1: Yeah, you know. and take a walk. Take a walk ten minutes, twenty minutes outside. It's it's one of the best things. If you can do it uh barefoot, you're gonna ground yourself at the same time. So it's another advantage. Uh, as well, get connected to the planet, yeah,
0: yeah, uh Johnny, it's been like an absolute pleasure to uh thank to speak you. with you like you're such uh an interesting person, so knowledgeable, thank and, you, uh, like I know I need to force myself to stop because otherwise i am i gonna keep going asking questions
1: <laughs> uh, I <I'd> love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was an immense pleasure for me to be here. It was super fun. It went on flow, actually, it was so easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah no it's uh, it's great and uh, and i have to say you know I, I like to let people know when someone is just uh, like you like you're like you're a great person since since the moment we Thank spoke you. you know obviously let's be honest like you are very busy like you run a lot of businesses you have a family and uh, you know you are um you you have a, a magazine like you are busy but despite that like you uh you know you, you remained let me say that you remained someone like very genuine and, and, uh, you know, easy to, to talk with and so on. Like you, you, you remain authentic and that's, that's, that's a thank skill you. as well. You know, that's, thank uh, you I,
1: I'm, I'm touched, but Renato, we are human, uh, and, uh, there is no excuses. We, 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 are all busy. It's not an excuse to m- mistreat people or to be an asshole. Uh, we are human and we need to share things and, 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 and be kind to each other. Uh, the world is going to be better.
0: That's, uh, that is true. And, and that's why I invite people to, to follow you and to find out about... <laughs> What you do it's you know honestly guys it's it's, it's for you like I, I you know I had the pleasure to be part of one of of your magazine I wrote an article on how thank to thank for that
1: for that contribution yeah it's it's fantastic and more and more you know this is my dream biohackers magazine uh, I, I think I acquired the magazine because I want to bridge the science and the biohacking community together and make one and make this world a better place to live because what we say in the magazine is just to improve lives point
0: you, you're doing something very special right because i'm gonna to try to put that into in, into words that make sense so but you're doing so first of all you are opening up the biox you're doing multiple things with Bio magazine and that's why i'm, I'm a big fan of it and that's why probably i reached out to you because uh, um I, I love the way you're doing so you're doing few amazing stuff and i think it's good that people know that and uh so first of all you are translating a lot of stuff that are complex for people to access to and you're making them really you, you're removing all the friction right you're making them affordable ready to understand very good to understand, accessible yeah or, or accessible on a, on a very good format you know i, I love the layout and that you've done on the magazine and so on for people for people to understand so you're giving the tool for people to understand um was biohacking and so on without being too complex and be that, without being exclusive just for a few few people very very important the
1: mm-hmm. other things
0: that you're doing and and that's you know hard stuff to you you are because i i've noticed even on the previous episode you're giving a platform to uh other people with a lot to say like a lot to say but maybe they don't have yet a massive audience but they do have like a lot of knowledge and, and, and a lot of a, a lot to say you're giving a platform to those people to express their knowledge and to share their, yeah. their, their knowledge um and that's you know that's uh and i think th- this is paying off because i read also some of the article of you know by hackers so or doctors that i personally didn't know i didn't follow uh and them like you know they share content that is in my opinion superior uh, to high
1: level yeah very, very high level but still accessible you know knowledge is key if if we can educate people. But people will first live longer and better, mm-hmm. improve improve their life. But if they improve their own life, they're going to be improving life of others, people around them, their family, their friends. And uh, so, at the end of the day, it's, it may be cheesy what I'm saying, but you know, it's it's the path to a better world. that's point. Yeah. That's true.
0: <laughs> So I yeah. do really invite people to check out Biag Magazine and uh, especially because the one where Ben Greenfield was, you know, the, the Oh yeah,
1: nice, yeah on, yeah, yeah. On the I wrote an article
0: on it, so you need to read that one because I wrote an article on that magazine <laughs> uh, okay, Thank next. you But <laughs> <There are, laughs> also the others and, and they can find out more also on I think you got, uh, obviously your book, which I personally going to buy and uh, and read I uh, uh, No, no,
1: I'm going to send you one, no, you don't buy it <laughs> no 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 that's fine yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 that is called neuroscience calisthenics
1: right neuroscience yes, yes, calisthenics? Yes. Neurosci- i jack your body clock this is what i've done actually
0: that's good and then your uh, um, your website cybergains.com. yeah
1: cybergains. yeah the concept of neuroscience applied to sport yeah
0: that's great absolutely Anything else you think uh, people should know uh on how to reach you out do you do events do, do you actually do you should yeah
1: like, I mean- yeah i do i i i, I it's just like uh, as you said before is uh uh putting the time to 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 do uh, things like that i'd love to uh, to 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 do more uh, we're going to be at the biohacking congress in las vegas uh, on march mm-hmm. 18 and 19 um yeah I, i'd love that but uh, Fortunately and unfortunately, since I sold my company, I got way more busy uh, because of a daily job uh, in a corporate structure. And it's um, corporate America. It's a different story for me. I was entrepreneur in my own life. Um, so that rigidity changed my my perception of everything. But uh, you know, nothing is set in rocks and in concrete. So adaptation and then putting things in perspective. I want to do more. Yeah, I'm I'm a proactive. So I need to I need to f- to feed myself and to feed others.
0: Yeah. Well, if you, if you want to go into business of uh, congresses and summits and so on, I'm craving for someone to do something. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing in Australia yeah. about you know those summits and congress and and so on.
1: Um, let's do it. It's let's do it. It'll be, it'll yeah. be amazing. Let's do it. I mean, yeah, Seriously, let's yeah, let's do it.
0: Let's yeah, let's let's be in touch. And you yeah, know, yeah. I do it because I'm selfish. I want to. I want to. No, it's cool. I want to travel every time to to, to do some summit. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to the to, to guys. I'm going to um, the um, Bayakin summit. Uh, oh yeah very nice one from team great i'm trying to go in london in end of may but you know every time i need to catch a plane for like 15 hours to go to the summit that's the thing
1: and and australia is a big country where actually there's a lot to do because uh, uh, the mindset of people in australia is already open to get there so it's it's an easy piece of cake okay let's do it renato honestly
0: and people get you know if, if people travel travel here they get the beach and, and the yeah, bar that's you know, it
1: stuff. surf and
0: yeah <laughs> hey johnny it was an absolute pleasure having you on thank the show you show. for people who listen, i'm just gonna put all you know your links and so on on the on the on, on the show notes but thank you so much for being on the show it's been a pleasure
1: thank thank you so much for having me it was a fantastic pleasure
0: Hey there, thanks for listening. Before we conclude, I'd like you to remind you something very, very important. This episode, as well as this podcast in general, is for general informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have. Please, 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 if you have any medical condition, consult your physician first. Disclaimer given, I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and to leave me a review. That will help me a lot. We're just starting out. We have already a lot of great interviews down the line, which you don't want to miss. So hit the subscribe button so you will get an application for the next exciting episode i'll see you next time